0: yo 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 welcome to episode 27 of wings beers and tears your dmv weekly sports podcast this week as usual we have a ton a ton to talk about and i'm very very excited this week Uh, we have a good variety of topics we're going to hit on Um, we're going to set the table here with the boys and see how they're doing on a cold fucking Thursday night in November. God, it feels like January and we're in like the Arctic right now. Jerry, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I have to lead off the show
1: with these great stats. In The last five (laughs) games, I just want to point out that Chandler Stevenson (laughs) has no goals, no assists, no points and no shots. Way to go Chandler.
0: He did ring the post the other night against, uh, Arizona, which is why it doesn't register as a shot. It was a golden opportunity. I'm going to defend him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Last five games. I just okay. want to say that. So it's almost
1: like he uh, doesn't we're starting exist. starting off the
0: show with a great nugget. I love It's almost it. like he gonna doesn't it. exist. It's going to be lively this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And the third member of our crew is Jeremy. How are you?
2: Good. Good to see you, boys. No stats from
0: you, Jeremy, off the bat? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Best color guy in the world, boys and girls. Oh, and I am Todd. And, and please download our podcast. Listen to us on Apple, iTunes, on Google Play, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Give us a listen. We'll uh, ho- hopefully, uh, you know, give you an hour of relief from your otherwise stressful day. Uh, I know we enjoy doing this as probably as much as you guys enjoy listening to it. And our uh, listeners don't
2: want stats. Nah, we, we want bullshit. stats
0: schmats. <laughs> they just want me to be funny. They don't want <laughs> exactly. to about Crosby's penis. Exactly. So we're going to set the table tonight <laughs> with our show. topics. We are going to hit off right off the bat here with our Caps talk. We're going to talk a little bit of NHL because there's some, some other news in the NHL across the league as it pertains to our division, so we'll hit on that a little bit. We're going to talk uh, some gnats and uh, Astros. We're going to talk a little uh, post season action cheaters. and uh, possibly some little uh, cheating gate, a la the New England Patriots from a few years back. We're going to hit on the NFL, talk about how the Ravens continue to roll and the ki- Skins continue to suck uh, with no well, end in sight.
2: Part, the wrong way.
0: Uh,
1: and Did you guys see my? My text the other night about why the Redskins is just a, a great sign of dysfunction. They, I, they was It was spot
0: on. Yes. Spot so on as it, usual.
2: We'll Following Twitter that afternoon, there's about 10 tweets in a row. No representative, no representative. And then they're like, well, except they're going to send a representative.
0: Yeah. God,
3: unbelievable!
1: The right, The minute Callahan says, no, we're not going down there. We have three quarterbacks. They, JP Finley twins out. Redskins will be at the workout.
0: Dude, you know that meme that goes around from the original Austin Powers where he's in the narrow corridor and he's trying to back up the little thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does like an eighty point turn and doesn't go around. That is the Redskins on a daily basis. They just they, they get the they get the little car in the tunnel every day and they have no idea what the fuck to do. They're two separate organizations,
1: right? They have one one organ one side of the building that does one thing and one side of the building does the other <laughs> thing and they don't
0: talk to each other. They do Correct. not. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna touch on the uh, you know on the skins and on the ravens and the rest of the NFL a little bit. Uh, we're gonna wrap up our talk today with our uh, some college football because it is now uh, championship season is upon us. It's getting very close. Big rivalry games down the stretch. Big conference championship games and the rollout of the first you know uh, board as it were with the top four as we approach the college football playoffs. We have got a lot of shit to talk to. Oh, and not last but not least. Our Terps, we're going to get an insider story here from, from Mr. Jerry about his uh, his game the other so night. he didn't
2: turn the game off. like <laughs> I know. A
0: bag Being at the game means or... he can't just turn it off. Yeah.
1: My girls didn't cheer for one basket or one good play. What
0: the fuck is wrong with them? They just, they were, were on their phones just, going, uh-huh. this is so boring. <laughs> Great. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Except <laughs> my youngest,
1: Peyton, she was like, so why do they play more players on the other team that we have. I was like, no, that's five on five. No, it's not. So I had to convince her for the, <laughs> for, the for, for three minutes of the game that there's actually five players on each team.
0: <laughs> if Jeremy was there, he would have been like, yeah, they're playing more. They have the guys in stripes, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: he five all, all Fucking
0: Uh All right. So let's hit it off with our Caps talk, man. Last we talked, we were we were um, lauding them for a great October and how they just continued to roll. And here a week later, it's pretty much same song and dance. They sit 32 points in the Metro Division I I, I I don't like it, man. It's the President's Trophy. Gotta, you gotta motherfucker. This is the guy who was like, we better go 14-0 in yeah, October. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> now, <laughs> we let,
2: now we let them catch back up. <laughs> no. uh, okay, EB, they need to have like a three-game losing streak. Otherwise, Seriously. Um, uh, I they won the cup, that all went out the window.
0: I do. I do prefer a season that is filled with a little ups and downs, and I think it builds character, and I think it really adds to the flavor of what the team looks like in the playoffs. But when you're playing really good hockey like they are, they're relatively healthy. They're starting to get contributions from some guys that have been struggling, um, some lesser name, you know, players. I, I, I like the way they're doing it, you know. Um, but I'm with you. Part of me is so fearful of that early peak or those, those big gaudy numbers that get you the President's Trophy because they do nothing. Yeah, they see do nothing. See Tampa last year, nothing. see the Caps all the way back to yeah. 2010 and many other you know, times since then. I mean, when was win the win. last time a President's Trophy winning team won the Cup? Yeah, It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen, happen often at all.
2: Blackhawks teams or something like that. Sure. But, um, but you know, Caps weren't that good in the regular season last year got booted in the first round. So, you know, it's, they're independent things. I mean, they they I, are. Guess, I guess on the grand scheme of things, you'd rather be good than bad. Right, have you know have success,
0: especially and, with somebody with your fandom. I mean, if you're if you're gonna tune in on a, on a Wednesday night, you're like, God damn it, you guys better win.
1: <laughs> so we were watching the uh, uh, who was it before the last game before Philly? uh, uh the Coyotes. Yeah, yeah the, 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 that fucking team was awful to watch. Um, but <laughs> the Caps, I mean, uh Kuzi was all over the ice. I mean, he was unstoppable, oh, he's and they were so unlucky. I mean, yes. they, they must yes. have had. It seemed like every shot was going in and then it ricocheted yep. off. Yep. Yep. But uh, so I was watching on my phone, of course, mm-hmm. and and then it was three one, and I was like, uh, you know, so I was I was watching it. We were watching Jack Ryan, and then Holly and I watched overtime when they scored. Did you and turn we, it off. You're we like got, sweet. Yeah, we got I was cheered around. That was right. it. And then I turn it back, and I just see the coach looking at the thing, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yep. You yep. Know? And w- once you see him looking, and, uh, and
0: nobody's moving. No, it was legit. I yeah, mean, as yeah. they no, were showing it, was it, it was size. like, oh, yeah. yeah. It was by a little bit. Nah, yeah. I thought it was pretty obvious.
1: No, I mean, but it was it was, it was, was close. I mean, you oh, can't yeah, yeah, fault yeah. anybody. It no, was just one of those no, things. No, and
0: that's one of those in real time because the one view that they had that was at ice level, um, the defender was in between. Right. Um, was it Eller bringing it in? Yes. Yeah, so, so he was in between stone. Eller and Oshi. so <laughs> his view is skewed right there. Right. Absolutely don't fault them for it. Right. But that that is why replay does exist because that was an egregious offside. He was, he was off by a good bit. When you saw the overhead, I'm fine with that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm not complaining. I mean, it's just,
1: I was cheering and then, yeah, right. I know it's I, such a letdown, Yeah. Um,
0: but I'm glad you brought up the unlucky point because that was one of those games. How many times does that happen? And we, we said this before league wide, but definitely to the caps, they're down three, nothing early in the second. And I actually wasn't that worried. Cause I was like, we're playing fine. Right. Like, you know, we had one defensive breakdown. That was, oh, she's giveaway uh, on the second goal was just fucking terrible. Yeah. You know, that was Wee esque. Um, and, you know, they got, they got kind of a lucky goal in the first. I thought we were extremely unlucky not to score, and you knew we were going to come back. Um, Here
1: is what I love about the Capitals. When they go down, 95% of the time, it's because of something they have done or not done. It's not that the other team is just simply better. You step on the ice and you're like, holy shit, you know, this is a whole different ballgame. You know, this team's just clearly better. It's usually, it's usually they're not focused, Right. And they're not really motivated and they're moving their feet and, and for whatever reason. And they get down early, one or two goals, and then they, but they're always good enough mm-hmm. to tie it up. To yep. come back and they, they don't give up.
0: They don't and, no, they, they 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 work hard. For yeah. a team as skilled as they are, they, they actually work really hard. So
1: that that's good. So I, I think when they are motivated and and they are coming out with some fire, and I think they'll get that when they play the Boston's and the Pittsburgh's. And, I think so too, and Carolina, sure, you know, and and the Islanders. You know what they brought Islanders a little are legit bit good. They, again, they, they
0: brought it a little bit last night in Philly. I, yeah, I thought the Caps played really spirited was hockey. Amazing, he he was, but I, again, I was not worried in that game. I don't think Philly had shit in that game, for, especially through two periods. I thought we completely had the ice tilted in our to our advantage.
2: And I mean, the defense was almost just like, yeah, keep trying to bring it in. It just ain't going to happen. Right. Now, Kempney has been, to me, been unbelievable. Dude, yes. He's been really um, good.
1: And Jensen's been a little bit disappointing.
2: He has, but because he's been with Sieges, right? Yeah, and that, Siegs. that pair has been. And
0: everybody's solid. on his jock. Everybody loves Siegs, man. He's playing well. Yeah. But 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 also, Jensen's taking a lot of the pressure off of him, too. Jensen's doing a lot of the dirty work that's not right. real, you know, not real, uh, you know, uh, Pretty to look at, and Carlson's taking all the pretty time right now. You know,
1: you think about Jeremy. Like, I always, I always think about the trade deadline of any sport. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and it's almost like if you're the Caps, if this continues, like right. you know, you don't have injuries or anything like that. But if these continues, you really operate on all facets. You have depth, people. You have scoring. You have good defense. You have two good goalies. Yeah, there's really nothing to upgrade. That. I, I mean, I, I'm not McClellan, and and obviously, so I, ca- I can't really tell. But to, sure. to me, it doesn't seem like there's a you know an obvious need to get another defenseman or get another third liner or or whatever. Hmm.
0: I mean, now, you yeah. bring up a good point. I mean, when when you're <laughs> when you're fourteen, two and three, there's not a whole lot you have to tinker with, obviously. Right. Um, but the season is a grind. They are going to lose more man games to injury and there will yeah. be significant guys that get hurt. Um, but as it looks, do you guys see any sort of any line or,
1: or area that they could use an upgrade on?
2: No. I mean, you know, you always can say depth. You know, if you need more bottom six depth and you need, you know, more third-pair depth, always that's there. But, you know, like, like Todd's saying, that it's all going to be about health. I mean, if they lose anybody, I would say, in the top nine forwards or in the top 7-D, you have to add something. Right. They, don't, they don't have that Hershey depth for the playoffs. They have plenty of Hershey depth for the season. Playoffs are a different game. And, you know, so that's, that's what you got to keep an eye on.
1: I mean, they're, they're as good as I had hoped and better than I had expected.
0: Yeah, they're 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 playing they're playing fairly complete hockey for regular season grind hockey because it's hard to put together three really good absolutely periods. Man. it's just not going to happen. But I like their work ethic. I think they're working hard, which tells me that Reardon is getting his message across and they're buying in. You know, they're doing what he's asking them to do. Good leadership, I, absolutely. I, I I'm very pleased with that. As far as adding personnel, I think it will be less about what they add to improve their team because I think they're very solid, and more what is a seller out there. What, what are they throwing around? And if there's a legit top four or five D man that we never thought we would even be in the market for, but if they're like, hey, we really like that kid Vanacek, you know, the, the second goalie prospect, you know, we'll take your first and Vanacek for, you know, this guy who's on an expiring contract and you slot him in. And that means Sieg's is possibly your seventh D going into the playoffs. Well, that's a game changer, but we don't know what's available yet. Right. So I think it's less right. about what we're seeking and more about what somebody might dangle.
1: And to me, it doesn't seem like the NHL has many bad teams.
2: Like, well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at the standings right now. I mean, nobody, I mean, only what, 15 games in, 18 games in, but nobody's out of it. Mm. I mean, everybody's, no. you know, a couple points behind the team in front of them. There's only about two teams you'd even call bad, I would say. shit and
0: last year, January, worst team in the league, St. Louis. Hold Saint the Lewis. cup, you know, nine months later. So Well, to that end, I mean, I was
1: expecting more from New Jersey. Me they, too. Me they, too. They just haven't looked like um, they are in sync. But Florida was a lot better than I thought they were.
0: So last night, was it? I think it was last night, maybe the night before. Fuck, I don't know. The nights are all fucked up. But uh, uh, Boston put a three spot up on Florida early. And George's like, damn, dude, Boston's rolling them. Next morning, pop up, 5-4 Florida. And right. and I was like, yeah. damn. I mean, these games are we said it. It's not the old, like, two leads the worst league in, ho- lead in hockey. That's three now. Yeah, it's like three now. And if you're down four and it's early enough in the game, you're not out of it. Teams can score. Yeah. You, you know, know? the
1: douchebag Hurricanes, they sent out the <laughs> – did you see those tweets? They I sent out tweets that, to, to every team in the league except for the Caps, wishing them or saying how great they are <laughs> to be – every team except for the Caps. Even the fucking Penguins. What, a, what the fuck those guys, man? Yeah,
0: whatever. They're having fun. You know, yeah. they're having a good time. Fuck them. You know, yeah. I still wouldn't want to meet Brenda Moore in alley alley. No, that guy's big, bad and nasty. Man. I mean, Rick
1: Tockett looks like an assassin for like Dude. the KGB. Assassin
0: Tockett. How uh, great was Tockett after the uh, the Caps Coyotes game? They're like, hey, you got to win on the road. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, we blew another lead. And, <laughs> and they're like, so what do you think about the Caps? He's like, oh, my God, those guys are so good. He goes, Did you guys see Kuzi tonight?" He was like hey, best player in the league right now. He's yeah. like when he's on, he's when teaching, he you know, wants to play. That's
1: what Alan May has always said. Hey, yep. man.
0: Well, we hoped, right? We, we were saying it when he was coming back off of the suspension, and we said we hope he kind of takes his medicine, pardon the pun, the right way and, and comes out and <laughs> shows us on the ice that he is dialed in, and he's engaged, and he's ready to roll. He certainly looks like it right now.
1: There's another reason why Alan May is my favorite announcer. Other than Jay Billis, who should be president, but that digress. <laughs> um <laughs> they were talking about it on the on the Cats pregame show him and Locker about the expansion and and where the next team should go, and Locker was like they should have two teams in Toronto, and May goes why so both teams can be overrated and suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was great. Well, I follow a lot of Toronto people on Twitter, and obviously it's the mecca of hockey. So, I mean, almost everything gets filtered through there. Right. Um, It's almost like, you know, being a Yankees, you know, organization here in the States. Like, everything goes through it. Everything's blown up. They have not been good for so long now. It it, it boggles my mind thinking back to, to how long it's been, not only championship days, but, like, consistently, you know, threatening playoff teams. I mean, it's been a long, long
2: time. Well, I mean, it's hard to get. I mean, the good old Canadian boys, which obviously there are plenty of and they're the best players in the world, will play in Toronto. But it takes a special breed. It's like playing in New York, for you said, for baseball or even right. for football. The, the scrutiny. I mean, yeah. you know, I think it's not for like, everybody. I'm yeah. not sure if it was May. It was, it was one of our guys that said something. Well, I was like, well, if Ovi had played there, he would have gotten traded. They would have run him out of town. Yep. Because he wasn't good enough, you know, fast enough in terms of winning.
1: Is it harder to play there or Montreal?
0: Oh, I think Toronto for sure.
2: It it depends on the player too. I mean, if you're if you are uh, a French Canadian, you know, sometimes it is brutal because they pick on you even more. Yes, you speak the language, but it's just like they're like you know they expect even more out of you. I mean, it's it really is almost the same in Toronto, but I I would say Toronto's it's just it's magnified.
0: Yeah, I just think the fishbowl in Toronto is bigger. You know, I think the scrutiny is probably the same, but just just, just the exposure in Toronto is just so massive. Um, So speaking of other teams and, and league wide. You know, one of our uh, arch nemesis, the old uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, got dealt a blow. When the season started, they were without Malkin for a That's few weeks. That's what she said. And they, you know, they, they, they treaded water. That was the term I used in our, in our little text uh, pre, pre-show convo. Um, and now Crosby's going to be out for quite some time. Uh, sports hernia surgery. Six weeks minimum. Six weeks minimum. And, and, and that can be...
2: Malkin's not back yet either? Or is know, back? Malkin is He's back. back. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. He, he'll be
0: out yeah. in 10 days. He could be. He has not I mean, proven he, to be the most reliable.
1: in the past, Well, in the past three years, he's been out almost every in and year and out for a significant period of time. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So those two guys can carry them in a stretch as needed. I mean, Malkin has put that team on his back many times in the past, and Sid has done it over and over and over again. I have utmost respect for them on the ice in terms of being able to, to handle the pressure. Um, but this is a big blow. I mean... They have a pretty decent team, though. I mean, they're not bad. No. Um,
1: no, they're they're not. They haven't fallen off like I would hope. I was hoping I, they were. I, you
0: know, I had the same thought. I, I really thought they might be a little bit more irrelevant, but they're they're solid, man. <laughs> You yeah, know? and again, kudos to Sullivan. I don't like the guy. I think he's a I think he's a complete prick. He's an but yeah, but you know he gets them well, their to buy general, in.
1: Their general manager is one of the worst people on earth. Rutherford. <laughs> I Rutherford hate
0: that is guy. is a scumbag. Um, I hate that guy, man. He just seems well, like such an asshole. <laughs> so here's kind of like a little roundabout using your logic from before. Rutherford is like a go get him right now type of guy. Sullivan is a son of a bitch. He wants to win, win, win. It, Sid and Gino aren't getting any younger. Uh, Letang's not getting any younger. What if they're just on the precipice of like that playoff? Could they make a run? What if they do one of those just epically bad trades and take on some well, they awful... They might, co- but <laughs>
1: they're, they're so cash-strapped already. Yeah. That's why they're in this position. They have no mm-hmm. room, like the Caps. But the Caps have better depth and better player. They have spent more wisely. No question. Yep. I mean, when they did Jack Johnson, that deal, I mean, I remember texting you guys because I went on the Pittsburgh websites and they were like, what are they doing?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When their own turn on them, you yeah. know it's a bad deal. Like, what? Are, that's
2: know. a terrible deal. Yeah. Well, the Caps just, you know, you saying they're not quite as strapped, you know, or, you know, they have a better talent. I think they've done a better job spreading things out. You know, you got like your Verona coming up. You got Kuzi. You've got yep. this, you know, you need more than two guys. You need four or five, you know, stars to make a team in the NHL. What, NBA's two or three? Hockey, you need you need enough guys almost for two lines, you know like you know, Avalanche are on the way there too. Yeah, um, but Pittsburgh really didn't do that. They they were you know it was kind of all the eggs one you know Pittsburgh, L. A. and I guess Chicago were the three yep. that really went for it. Now obviously they all got their cups. And they did
0: multiple they cups. Did. So good good for them, man.
2: Now they're getting to the point where it could be you know five or ten years of bleh and hope you know I don't think we're going to see that with the Caps, which is it's nice.
0: No, it is nice and and yet again we are we are just so spoiled to be in this era of Ovechkin and to be able to witness it firsthand and to be on the Ovechkin bandwagon as yes. it was as it started and as it continues and that guy is just ageless and you know did you, you see kn- his shift in overtime last night? Oh, yeah, three
2: minutes. Oh, he God. was dying. I those can't sir- believe you. I thought he was just going to dump it. I really Dude, did. Dude,
0: the fact that he was still able to split those two guys and get to the dead. That guy's is just- The
2: didn't roll. I know. He's a I fucking thought that-
1: bull.
0: And I thought
2: they were going to.
1: I mean, granted, he wasn't moving very much. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> On the day yeah. he was just sort of leaned over, but... Um, I thought there was a penalty. I thought he, I, I just from the way I, the way it looked, I thought he got pulled down.
0: I thought he got hooked a he, little bit, but
1: or, or you know. he may have just fallen because yeah, he, cause he couldn't breathe. He was so tired. Yeah, I mean, Baxter's face was was your color red. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. They were dying. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like just go up and punch somebody and take the penalty.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> yep. No, that was great. No, but he continues to give us uh, joy with his passion for the game, and 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 still being at the top of his game is just such a joy to watch. Um. You know, so hey, I I obviously want to see the Caps continue to play really good hockey. I said it, I think, on the last pod. I'm pretty sure they will hit a rough patch right around the holidays. I mean, Christmas, New Year's holidays. I think they're going to go through a stretch where they're like four, four, and two. And. It's it's kind of weird, and they're not playing great. And somebody like the Islanders or you know the Flyers or somebody's going to pick up a lot of standing points on them. And, and I Reardon. think it'll be the Islanders. I, they're I think so they're too. just so they're,
1: boring and solid and
0: systematic, and incredibly boring. Yeah. Um, but they win. I mean, Trots is the beast. He, he knows what he's doing. And um, it, to make the analogy, you know what, Reardon. You know, Reardon was on Trotz's staff, and Reardon has done it under different coaches. He knows how to win as well in the regular season. So that's going to be quite the battle, I think, with those So they
1: got Montreal tomorrow, then the Bruins on Saturday. That's going to be a great game. What a great game that's going to be. be. And then they got uh, Anaheim on Monday, the Rangers on Wednesday, and Vancouver on Saturday. So they got some spread out games and some winnable games.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, So, hey, go Caps. You know, caps, keep, keep it, it up. rolling. And, uh, you know, obviously 14, two and three is probably not sustainable for, you know, uh, a 19 game stretch.
1: But I want them to be three and two the next five.
0: Yeah. All right. Hey, continue. And, and on those losses, continue to get points where you can. Oh, yeah. Grind it out if you can figure it out. Just just do what you got to do. Um, so, does, hey, cheers. Does,
2: uh, does Mitch get Comcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we watch it at Mitch's on Saturday? Dude,
2: Marshan is going to
1: be a fucking dick. Oh, he's, I hope they're going to be. Him. He is. He wakes I mean, up in the morning just, and he's you know, just a he, giant, but that's giant just, pain in the ass. You know, he's, I hope, I hope Gudis or Garnet or whatever fuck his name, Garrett, <laughs> wh- I just wipes his ass with the.
0: Oh, that'd be that'd be bad. I, 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 I certainly hope they don't wipe his ass. I hope that they well wipe make his fucking
2: face with <laughs> the Marshawn to wipe his.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I want them to just have, plaster him against the board. You know, the if they wipe his ass, ass.
1: I probably wouldn't know what to do if I was watching it. Yeah. Like, What's what going on here? Yeah.
0: No. Very awkward. Very awkward. Yeah. Speaking of awkward and we we the uh we, caps were
1: tougher
3: than
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> we, t- we touched on the Redskins a little bit, but uh as we uh <clears throat> as we logged on to do this podcast tonight, nothing is ever quiet over Redskins Park. apparently monte Nicholson is now in the news again, not in a good way with hasn't some possible, been charged you know possible legal things it's very fresh i, I mean look the n f l it's it's basically like criminal. You know National Football League (laughs) every team's got their thugs every team's got their guys that just can't stay on the straight and narrow but boy oh boy Redskins Park continues to be a soap opera and just a spiral of shit
2: damn fine culture
0: damn fine shit culture speaking of wiping your ass you know that fucking organization is is just the worst and what we should be doing as an organization, after the pundits, after idiots like us have been, you know, banging the drums here, here we are going into a week where they came off the bye. They're playing the Jets. They've declared um, Haskins as the starter. Finally, Good. McLaurin's playing. Geis is back in the lineup. I mean, you would hope as a fan because we are. Maybe fans, they'll score a touchdown. You yeah. would hope there would be a a look to the well, future. It's been a month? Why not? Just the slightest sliver. Of light that comes in with some positivity for the future as you, as I just discussed, three young, impactful players on the field. And all I can think about is somebody's gonna get hurt because they're gonna miss a block. Somebody else is gonna be arrested, Otlaw, possibly Nicholson. Um defense is gonna be able to stop anybody. We can't run on the Jets. It is just every time I think there's a sliver of hope, it just gets dashed in a heartbeat.
1: Well, I'm I'm Fairly optimistic for this week. I mean, <laughs> I'd like mean to see what,
2: lose by less than twenty. Well,
1: I'd like to see what Haskins can do. I mean, me if too. he to, to me, if he throws for over two hundred yards uh, with one touchdown, one interception, or something like that, um, plays competent, uh, you know, doesn't turn the ball over other than the, the maybe one time. Uh, that's a success. McLaurin gets up. I, I think if guys can get some good carries without any run. I mean, you don't want to win the game. <laughs> because because you you actually want to get the high draft pick um and I know that uh that I mean you never try to lose the game, so if they won the game that'd be that'd be great for them and I'm not telling them to lose on purpose, but you know if you lose okay, what you really want to see is an offensive performance that gives you hope, and every week haskins is getting more comfortable. Now you're going to have weeks where he's terrible, right? There's going to be at least three three Sundays where he just looks dreadful. But for the most part, you hope that you know. I would rather have him throw for 200 yards and not have any touchdowns or any interceptions than Daniel Jones throwing for 300 yards and having three turnovers and one touchdown. I mean that to me, I think that shows more maturity.
2: Well, can um, we get more than 45 offensive plays a game? Oh, man. I want to say they're Painful. averaging 45 or 46. Guys, since this is the way over. it's going to be. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is. It this is, is, is the way it's going to be on, on, on purpose. Yeah. Lowest in the league, other than the Redskins, in the last month, 56 plays. And they're averaging 46. Oh my I God. mean, how are you going to even get Haskins in? He's playing like a half a week, even when they're <laughs> playing a full game. Bill
1: Callahan is, is trying to get it to the fourth quarter with a chance to win. Yep, that's, his, that's it. So he's going to run the ball. And punt. That's what he's gonna do. Because if you don't turn the ball over, history shows you that unless you're playing like, you know, Tom Brady or or you know, some high you know eighteen
2: carries for Guys, twelve carries for Peterson, fifteen passes for Haskins, and then we all fall asleep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully you're in striking distance in the fourth where you can actually maybe try to win the game.
0: Right. Right. I mean that's but I'm with you. So Miami's done us a favor, two favors by actually winning a couple games. Yeah. The The Jets. The Jets. Now Um, we just
1: need Cincinnati to win.
0: I know. I I don't know that they're going to, though. They might be worse than the Redskins. They're really bad. They are bad. They're really bad. They're terrible. But is, okay, what is more boring? 46 offensive plays, or Callahan's press conferences. And nothing against him. He is so dry. He's such a professional. Holy shit well, is everything fuck generic. Why the does he talk
1: so much? Jesus Christ. He does stop answer. talking. Yeah, answer the fucking question and shut your mouth.
0: Yeah. He is the king of answering the question by repeating the question in just a, a few different words. They asked him today, is so-and-so hurt? Oh, that guy? Uh, yeah, he um, hurt. Yes, I think. Yes, he injured his leg at some point, and so he is technically hurt. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? He's either hurt or he's not. You know, Chris think-
2: Thompson may be alive. We're not <laughs> sure. Cole McCoy. Um, I mean, it <laughs> is time,
1: guys. It is time to cut bait with all the named players. You know? It is. Chris Thompson, it's got to go. Yep. Jordan Reed, has got to go. Vernon's got to go. Bye. Go. Bye. It's, just, it's just time to cut ties with everybody who's been around. Could not agree more. And even if they're – I mean, you owe it to them – as much as yourself. Without they're question. not playing.
0: Right. Right? So so you got to go and you got to get younger. And I'm telling you right now, a guy like Chris Thompson, who's small, he's on the small side, he's right. been frail his whole career, he will go somewhere and be a third down back and play fucking 16 games for somebody else. Kerrig- Couldn't do it here. Yeah, he will somewhere else. Kerrigan's
1: got two sacks, man. He's He's got to go.
0: He's got to go. It's,
1: it's time to let these guys go, get some cap space, Could not agree fill more. them in with younger guys, Yep. Man.
0: Yep. Um, so <laughs> a full 180 boring dysfunctional you know loathsome that's the Redskins on the other side uh, uh, up 495 or up 95 you've got uh, uh Lamar Jackson absolutely you know looked like a, a video game character again last week um, and the Ravens just rolling right now um and hey man we we talked about their offensive uh you know being a possible juggernaut and man it's showing it. Uh, and they've shown it against some really good teams in both wins and losses, and they're they're rolling right now, man. They look super, super dangerous.
2: And uh, your your geeky nugget for the week on them is you know being a college football guy, I thought it was kind of cool. They had Three Heisman Trophy winners in the same backfield at one point. Loved it. That was, it was so cool. How cool before. is that?
0: Yeah, that was uh, it. Was Ingram, Jackson, and RG three? Your boy Jerry, RG three in the backfield. He didn't did.
2: even fake an injury. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm going to be honest with you, and I know this is this is sacrilege. Probably takes us down a rabbit hole. Uh, Colin Kaepernick would be perfect to be a backup at the Ravens because I I personally think he's overrated, um, and you know
0: I don't think that's a rabbit hole. I think that's a reasonable discussion to have.
1: Well, I I think you know this is my take on Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I'm I'm pro police, but and I'm pro flag, and I don't like anybody kneeling. Um, But from personally for me, um, these guys provide entertainment. I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, therefore, I don't care really what they do or what they stand for or whatnot. But I think Colin Kaepernick knew that his career was pretty much over. I mean, he was on the decline. It's not like he was, you know, Dak Prescott or right. somebody like that. And, you know, he was a fringe player. And I think he made a conscious decision to get some money and get some notoriety and get some mm-hmm. fame Interesting, and it worked. It did. I mean, he makes more money now than he ever would if he hadn't done it.
0: You know what? That's a real, you know? yes. If he was a nondescript backup somewhere, right. he would not have the, 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 the clout that he right. does. And yeah, here's the cash point.
1: 20. Here's the cash 22 though. By being um, so polarizing, he's not good enough to take a risk on, right? If Correct. he, if he was Dak Prescott, not that Dak Prescott would do it, or or Tom Brady, or Brendan Roethlisberger, whoever you want. Pat Mahomes, if he was that good, a team would take it and say, "We're going to take our lumps with it," mm-hmm. and, you know, because right. he's going to perform on Sunday. But if you have a guy who's not very good and he's just not very good, um, then it's not worth it. It's not worth the circus. It's not worth CNN. It's not worth all the all the hoopla that comes around because they not only bother him, they bother all of his teammates and they bother the coaches and you have to just answer questions on it all the yep. time and it's just not worth it. Yep. Now, he is suited for the Ravens offense. The, and the coordinator in the Ravens was his coordinator in in San Francisco, yes, so it was. they know each other. Yes, it was. And Harbaugh the Harbaughs are traditionally a liberal family and they Welcome stuff like that. So the Ravens, I thought, would actually be a good fit. I don't know
2: if Biscotti is though,
1: with the exception of they did this before, and Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend just let loose on Biscotti, Biscotti on uh, on 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 Twitter.
2: The the food, not the owner,
0: but yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Biscotti, Steve Biscotti, yeah, yeah.
1: They she unloaded on him, and I think that was sort of. And I think going back to Kaepernick. The NFL's given him a, a tryout, which this is unheard of. You you never heard a veteran getting a getting a combine
0: esque
2: workout <laughs> on a Saturday in no We're all for such a the
0: fucking Saturday charade. That's such doesn't, a fucking charade. Tuesday is matter.
2: usually the day because people can actually show up. I understand Saturday, I mean, no but either.
1: it doesn't matter. There, no. everybody can send a representative, and you can film it, and you can interview him, and you can hear all that. It sure. doesn't matter. What they're doing, but nobody, the NFL doesn't do this for anybody. I think they're tired of listening to all the crap from everybody saying, how come this guy has a job and Colin Kaepernick doesn't? How come this guy has a job? They're finally saying, fine. Everybody can come watch you. And we'll, I think we'll I give think you the, the answer
0: to that rhetorical question because the, the, the pundits on ESPN and all you know, Fox and, and everybody else still bring it up. Look at this guy playing and Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Well they,
1: they they now know that you're calling their bluff and he's gonna come and he's gonna suck and nobody's gonna want him.
0: And at that point you won't have anybody to blame. Exactly. But you made the point in your analysis, which was completely spot on there, that he's just not good enough. With the hoopla and the circus as his baggage, you, bottom
1: line, he can only play for programs that have a yep. specific kind of offense, and there are only a handful of those. If if even a handful.
0: So the NFL gets a lot of uh, gets a lot of bad press for the way they treat the players, and a lot of it is very justified. Right, the, the 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 lack of guaranteed contracts, the post concussion, post playing days, lack of attention to detail, funding, et cetera, not not good enough as far as a sports organization, you know, that just prints money every day, right? But they do get it right with not allowing their stars to undermine the league. Look around the league. Look how many great players there are in their prime that go, "Fuck you, I'm I'm out of here, and I'm going to catch on somewhere else," and then they don't, you know most recently antonio brown right you know i mean look at a guy like brown whose talent wise is just off the fucking chart and he's shown it over and over again nobody wants to touch him they're like dude this guy's not fucking worth it man
2: and I, he's a, the the perfect example in terms of where there there's a catch 22 because a lot of his issues could be because of concussions that he's gotten playing
0: that's a fair point
2: point. and you know i don't know what you i don't know what you do about that um and just back to Kaepernick real quick, as I'm not going to go. You know, I don't want to. He go could too just far. be a douche, though. Well, Antonio Brown. Oh, there's no question. I just feel like you know the, some of the behavior he exhibits. It's like he's not right. And it, you know, if he got it, you know, getting he's not football, right. I mean, he's not right. You know, oh, um, I mean, you see him one minute, you know, playing with his kids. You, could, you couldn't seem like a more normal guy, and then you just hear, you know, the stuff in the media. You're like, he's not. You know, he's, you know. Destroying eighty you know, eighty thousand dollars of the damage to an apartment, yeah. not paying people when he's got more money than you know. It's just I, what the I don't fuck's understand. he doing? Yeah, he's just he's a, um, he's weird. Yeah, he is. Um, now, you know, Kaepernick. You know, I I wish him luck. I, you know, I, I like the way he played. I think he did a good amount of stuff with not a lot of talent when he, when he was on top. He went to the Super Bowl. You know all that stuff. He's not a complete nobody. But the one thing he's to me, he came off as tone deaf with his, with everything he's done. Because you got to realize your audience. Everybody he was trying to, you know, build up and support with his kneeling, most of them aren't your big-time NFL fans. Honestly, you know, and not to bring too much race into it, it's a bunch of old white guys. They don't, they don't want to put up with your shit. And that's most of the people he was offending. And when you're offending that many people, wrong or right, your message is not going to be heard as well as it should be. It
1: was the greatest marketing ploy, in my opinion. I mean, he made so much money off of it. And, did he and,
0: call? Did he call the Nats and tell them to sit Scherzer in Game Five? <laughs> no, he definitely did. And what's
2: surprising is that they listened. I think
0: uh, I just—I mean,
1: I don't—I don't think, you know other than the Nike campaign and all of that, and and all you know, being the man of the year and all that stuff, which is somewhat ridiculous to me. But, um, <laughs> but the, he doesn't seem overly political, though. I mean, he doesn't seem to like take what he's done and he doesn't seem to give to a lot of charities he doesn't he doesn't get out front he does, he's
0: not very political. I think Jeremy used a great term. he's tone deaf. Yeah. He, he fails to really well, understand the platform. he's not wrong
2: at all. Everything he was you know pushing is, yeah, the cops are doing bad stuff to people that don't deserve it. He's not wrong at all.
0: his inability to spin it in a way that he could use the yeah. platform that he had. Is just completely ignorant. And, and quite honestly, it shows he's probably really not that fucking smart. Everybody's like, oh, Kaepernick's this really intelligent guy and everything else. I actually don't think he's that fucking smart. No. I mean, he's you know?
1: smart in the effect that he was going out of the league and he's, now he makes more, he makes double than what he would ever made playing in the league, yeah. even being hey, good. Eight years, man. Because
2: yeah. you know what you do? You kneel mm-hmm. once or for a month or whatever it is, and then you say, okay. And then you, you vote. And then you vote. get out you stop doing it. And you say, this is why I did it. I was trying to bring attention to this. Let's do all these different things. You know, I've started these, you know, charities, this, that, and the other. Bring awareness. I'm working with police departments in every town and every NFL. All this kind of stuff. He could have done all of that off of what he did. Instead, he basically just went away.
0: Yeah. Yep. Now, I think, you know, for his personal gain, I guess congratulations is in order for, for making money. Good for you. You live in America. If you want to make money, you can. Um, he completely missed the opportunity with his platform. You know, he had uh, basically a blank check, and he won the lottery. He went to the fucking Super Bowl, and he's not that good. And he could have parlayed that into, "Hey, I have an idea. Shut the fuck up. Play the game that pays you millions. And if you really have these causes that you're that are important to you, use that local celebrity to make a difference in your local community. Make a fucking epics." you know, series about it, right? Get get the NFL to send cameras and go, Hey guys, I'm going to do this behind the scenes and we'll put it out 12 months later. Make a name for yourself that way. you want going to kneel on the field. Get the fuck out of here.
1: He doesn't, but, but going back to Saturday, everybody who, I mean, it it depends on what narrative you want, right? If if you want to continue the narrative that he's being victimized by the NFL and everybody else and people don't understand him and, and you know, if you, if you don't agree you're racist and all that stuff, if you want that narrative, then no matter what happens on Saturday, you when he goes and he sucks and no one signs him, um, for whatever reason, then you're still gonna blame the NFL and oh, it on Saturday rather than Tuesday and like that fucking matters. Or you
2: waited two and a half years instead of giving him a chance yeah. when he was still capable, so, sure. blah, blah, so, blah, blah, blah. And if you hate Colin Kaepernick,
1: um, and everything he stands for, um, I'm sort of in the middle. I don't really don't care about him at all. But but it, then when he doesn't get signed, you can then say, see, he's not good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But the NFL, I think they're tired of all the complaining, and they say, fine, we'll do something we've never done for another player. That's right. We've never done this because normally it's your agent saying, hey, my client's going to be over here at University of Maryland Stadium. Uh, We rented it out. Come work out. Mm-hmm. And then
0: people show up. It's never the NFL doing it. There could be more people at that workout than there are at a Maryland football game. Just saying. Especially just, this yeah. Saturday. <laughs> but so that so the, the NFL,
1: the people <clears throat> knocking the NFL, it just seems so hollow because they're doing something for this guy. Now I'm sure they I'm sure it's one, they just want to be done with him. Yeah. Two, they probably want to show him Shut your mouth. You know they have talking. their own Yeah, best they have their own their, their, their agenda. Mind. Yep. But they've never done this for anybody else. I don't right. care if it's on a Saturday or Tuesday.
0: You know what the best case scenario would be? Is if Saturday morning he pulls up lane. He's like, guys, I pulled a <laughs> hammy. Or he doesn't show <laughs> up. Yeah.
1: And Hugh Jackson's running it, right? <clears throat> so Hugh Jackson is going to is going to run the 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 thing. So he's obviously has some coaching experience. So they have legitimate he has a legitimate platform supplied by the league to <laughs> do it. Such a sham.
0: <laughs> I, bet, <laughs> I think it's such a charade. Right. So, cool. But,
1: I, I mean, nobody's going to sign him. <clears throat> nobody's going to sign him. Maybe it could lead to something next year.
0: Uh, who fucking cares? I mean, yeah, the guy's not any good. You know what his upside is? A very low-level quarterback number two on right. your roster. On
1: a specific pro, uh, offensive scheme. And that's that
0: how this whole thing started with the Baltimore offense. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, so, getting back to the guys that are actually playing, um, Jackson... Man, every week he looks better and better in the pocket. In my opinion, he is starting to discern when to use his legs and when he needs to get down or get rid of the ball or check down. Now, and he's doing it really quickly. Um, who's the quarterback coach slash uh, like in charge of of handling him and the quarterbacks over there in Baltimore?
1: I'm gonna throw out a name, but I'm not. Is it Kavanaugh?
0: Could be. Could be. Yeah. I'll, Either I'll, I'll way, he's that. doing a hell of a job because he is clearly being coached a specific way for this particular offense and he is grasping the concepts and he's applying them. And that's really hard because this league is fast.
2: I'd only bet a nickel on it, but I think you're right, Jerry.
0: Um I just I think his trajectory right now and Jerry, you said it when we did our, our, our preseason, you know, uh, reviews and, and you know and kind of like you know what to expect. And you said if he is dynamic, this team can be really, really good. And right now, well, he is dynamic.
2: What you just said is is something I think I brought up before the season. That was kind of what I was expecting out of this offense. You know, you isolate a zone, whatever you want to call it, where there's three options. You know, we've had our read option, we've got our RPO. This is almost I'm not gonna say it's really a hybrid, but it's an it's another version. Yeah, yeah it kind it's of like, is. Hey, I'm rolling out. Now I can I can run it. I can throw it short or I can throw it long. I think that's that's kind of the wrinkle is that, that there's instead of having two options off of a play, you got three. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with him too that I that I've sort of liked because I've been watching a little more the last couple of weeks. When he runs like a running back, you know I don't know how you really make the you know you know discern the running back versus quarterback. But I don't feel like he's going to hurt himself. I know. As soon as he runs like a quarterback, I get scared to death. Yep, I when completely agree. Like running back, it's like wow, he's going to be okay.
0: I think it was last week with his little, uh, you know, his little spin move right, in, that, right. in that fantastic. Oh, that was fucking. Did you hear the Kevin joystick. Harlan call? Yeah. <laughs> it was so great. He was like, "It's EA Sports out here." Yeah. He's like, "He's a video game character." His pants yeah. off too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the so quarterbacks great. coach of the Ravens oh is Jim Urban. Okay, yeah, so I, he's I've been around a for a while. Yeah. Well, that, that that guy's doing a hell of a job yeah. because uh, again, they they had a very narrow focus going into the season as to what they wanted him to accomplish with this offense, and they have coached him appropriately to get there. So. Kudos to them. I applaud you, Good Ravens job, coaching staff. Well, I mean,
1: to me, uh, you, you you can't really judge anything off a Cincinnati win. Oh, of course the, not. the next couple games, Houston this week. That's a tough game. That is a tough game. That's a um, really tough game. I had the schedule pulled up, and then it um
0: was- no, it, it, you're right. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, they suck. But what do you do to a shitty team? You fucking demolish them. What did they do? Demolish them. It was the week before against New England that really, really impressed me. And going back a few weeks, and I said it on here, when they lost to KC, I said, can this be a positive? And I really think in the big scheme of things that was. Because they got behind. They made mistakes. He continued to run the offense the way they're asking him to. And they, they hung in that game until the very end. The, next
1: four, the next four games are houston the Rams, the Niners, and then the Bills. So, dude, that's a tough stretch, that's right a tough there. Stretch, hell yeah. And here's the thing: um, the defense is not the defense can't rush the passer. So um, that's a that's problematic when you're playing against like really good quarterbacks, you know. But they did pretty well against a uh, uh, Brady. They but, did, but it's not like they are a. I don't think. They're no, Brady dominant. Can't
2: move. We talked about that that week. And but I think it's going to be. I think them.
1: they're going to win eleven games. They're seven and two. I think they're going to. They're they're going to win. They're going to be four and three or four and four. Win eleven games. They'll be a tough out. Okay. Um. I think they're because, you know, they have they do have a good organization who believes that they're going to win every game. They do, and they yeah. prepare well, and they seem to like each other. They seem to have uh you know good leadership, and they're going to be prepared. I agree. Um. So. You know, I expect – it wouldn't surprise me if they made the AFC championship.
0: Hey, you know what? I, I really hope that they do because I like the way they play. I like that a lot of their – um, their, I like that their systems are unconventional. And I'm not saying they're like being a hippie, like, fuck it all, man. You know, we're going against the grain. No, no, no. They're just – they're throwing wrinkles in because they have the personnel to do it. Yeah, and it. I love that. I absolutely love that. Their
1: freaking game plan pissed their personnel. That's what that's what Amazing, good right? Do. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus you Christ. You know what? You know what Bobby Huggins just said, and I was watching. a I was watching <laughs> a up, uh, threw up. Yeah, this is probably he was probably drunk as shit. But it made a lot of sense. He said the the hardest. So he thing, was probably drunk
0: as shit. Love you, the love you. hardest
1: thing to do as a coach is to find out what a player does well and make him do it, right? Because everybody, you know, especially in basketball, but even in football, you get guys that don't really understand what their strengths are because they think they can do everything well. Hmm and then they want to do more than what they can do, and ended up hurting the team.
0: I see what you mean. So
1: if you have a player who can rebound, you need him to rebound. And really you need well. You need yeah. to teach him, this is my job. My job is not to shoot threes. Right. And, and so that is, Bobby said, that's Interesting. The, that's the hardest thing to teach a player. Hmm. And when you get guys that collectively know that, that's when you have a good team. Hmm. And that makes a lot of sense to me. That, that, I, that makes a ton of sense. And I think the Ravens do a good job of getting guys to believe in their scheme, to know their role, and not to do more than what their role says, not to try to freelance and do shit. Sure, sure. Um, and that makes them coachable. And they they don't have a lot of talent on defense, not like the old days, but they are dynamic on offense. And when Lamar's playing and he's not turning the ball over, they can beat
0: anybody. I agree. I agree.
1: It it, it encouraged me that Ingram seem, seems to be – Finding some rhythm and he being looks, more involved. He
0: looks great right because at now. The beginning of the
1: season, he wasn't as involved
0: nope. as I thought he'd be. Now nah, he looks great. Well, hey, go Ravens! Uh, it's it's going to be you know this is you know this stretch run right here. You know you, you get to those Thanksgiving Day games and then on, and those are the difference making games. Who's, those are, playing,
1: who's playing Thanksgiving this year? Dallas. Who's playing Dallas? Dallas
0: Detroit. Detroit. Oh,
2: a couple and, of them are pretty crappy games. I don't. Yeah, know, I, I think, think they're shitty. The <laughs> you know, it's um, not not a good slate.
0: No, but that's that's your benchmark week. From then on out, it's all about who is irrelevant, a la the Redskins. Right. Who is a contender, a la the Ravens, and those four to five weeks after Thanksgiving really shape the playoff picture and what, what what's gonna happen. It's pretty exciting.
1: The only thing I can say about the Redskins, which is optimist because I want the entire thing to be blown up and moved to <laughs> London, is that they finally <laughs> recognize now that there's there's no value in trying to win. You play your young guys. Yes, see what they can do.
0: Again, I just said Haskins, McLaurin, and Geis yeah, are going to be in the game. Them. That's great. I hey, mean, you know they, what? Yeah. I think they're fucking awful. I don't want to watch a minute. I'm interested to see those three. I'd points. like to see. I, I'd, I'd like, like to see, see Haskins. The give him a sure. full.
1: Give him a full set of fucking weeks. Uh, you know, and a game plan. He'll he if he breaks 200 yards, it'll be impressive. Mm-hmm. If he throws a touchdown, if he has Bonus. more, Hell if yeah, he has some more touchdowns warm, than him, in, yeah. interceptions. It's, it's a win.
0: I'm kind of with you what you said earlier. I would prefer to just see no picks and for him to do what the coaching staff is asking, even if they're neutering him, and they're like, "Dude, we know you can do this stuff. Follow the game plan. We're going to try to score your checks.: We're
1: going to try to score 20 points a game and you do a bunch of checkdowns.
0: That's, that's exactly right. And if in the fourth quarter it's 17, 17, and we get a turnover, do what we say, go down, kick the field goal and get we're us done. Away. Yeah, now. The fan in me says don't get us a win. Lose that game 40 to 3. I, I think I think the on. Jets
1: are I think they're going to lose pretty much every game the rest of the year even if they so, try.
0: I I don't think they beat the Jets.
1: And then they get rid of Bruce Allen, and then they get rid of Callahan, and they get rid of all their veterans. You bring it and you start fucking fresh. And if you can duct tape Danny Boy on draft day mm-hmm. and keep him out and and bar him from the locker room, that's the only chance you got.
0: Hey, cheers. You know what? Let's uh Let's let's come together and devise a plan for that. I like the way you're thinking. Um, I don't know that we're physically capable of it, but no, you know. No, no, I got to pay my mortgage, yeah, so I right can't on. kidnap anybody. Fuck. All right. We'll hire somebody. God damn it. Um, all right. So <clears throat> you brought up Bobby Huggins, and, and that was a really good point about getting players to do what they do well and really excel at it. So here you were last Saturday night at our Maryland, our beloved Maryland Terps game against Rhode Island. Let's set the scene.
2: We sit next to Cal.
0: It was a late Saturday night. It was on FS. Peyton. It was on FS one, which means I got to watch it from Philly, which was a bonus for me. Um,
2: I was busy drinking. I wasn't watching.
0: And uh, they're playing Rhode Island, who's not a bad squad. You know, makes the tournament pretty pretty good. Had a lot of fans. I mean, there was maybe the the
1: the arena was half filled, but there Sound, were they sounds were about right for November. Yeah, they were probably ten percent. Fifteen percent, Rhode Island fans, yeah. and I couldn't yeah. figure out until the starting lineups were announced. They two, have a bunch of local guys. Two, yep. a, two of the yep. starting five was from PG County. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Now smart on them to come down here and recruit, man. What a fucking hotbed. Yeah. Um, no, but...
2: Yeah, I was just following my phone and talking shit to Jerry on so, text, so...
0: So, as everybody, all of our Wings, Beers, and Tears, loyal listeners know, Jerry Jerry is quick to jump off the wagon when it gets derailed. He's not going to fix the wheel. He's going to throw the women and children out and go, and go running away from the Dude, fiery wagon. If I was on but,
1: the Titanic, I'd be dressing up <laughs> as a chick and trying to get on the lifeboat, man.
0: Uh, so... In the first half, uh, we're in the hotel, we're we're hanging out, we're drinking, we're having a good time. I looked down at my phone, Jerry's like, Maryland Maryland sucks, Maryland's terrible, fuck this, fuck that. I was like, Wow. In fairness to me, during that time <laughs> they did they fair- did suck. No, they 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 obviously were great.
2: Well they had, you know Rhode Island had more players in the court. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, right. So maybe that's why Peyton So it that. begs the question. So they were down thirteen in the first half against a decent Rhode Island squad. Ended up winning by eighteen and they yeah. were up by twenty one at one point. Yeah, so it means they outscored them by 34. At, at, uh, the Delta was 34 at some point. How good is this team really going to be? Uh,
1: they still aren't uh, shooting well. I think they're a little bit overrated, honestly. Um,
0: in terms of rankings, you might be right, yeah. but in terms of quality of play and what their ceiling could be, he, here's what I think: Kentucky
2: lost to Evansville.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah you know. that's
0: crazy. At um, Rupp, their yeah.
1: bat, Maryland's backcourt is solid. Um, Cowan. He he he'll drive you crazy because he doesn't score, um, and unless he get, he's
0: allowed. It was almost like in the first half he wasn't
1: allowed to score. Well, he couldn't score. Mm. Okay, they're, they're, they're fair they're, enough. You were there. Yeah. I'll I'll defer. Right. I mean, he was he was trying. He he's right. a floor general. He is, but he's not much of a scorer, which is you ex, you expect more from him. However, Ayala and Morcell are solid.
2: Dude, how good is Ayala? Ayala, the world's that, first 40-year-old sophomore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what everybody talks about. I like Marcel better because he comes in with some grit. I mean, Dude, that guy, he that guy's nasty. he came in and within the first thirty seconds. He was in guys' faces,
0: and they had to be separated. Oh All yeah. Stuff oh, I love tonight. the way he plays.
1: So he reminds me of Byron Mouton, oh, yeah. like the,
2: the glue, glue guy. You know
0: what he is? He's a guy that goes to Duke that we hate. That we finally got for us, right? Like,
2: who's just a son of a like bitch. Six and years takes charges. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, Sticks.
2: He's was, a Baltimore
0: boy, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Sticks. Sticks was dominant. He's great. He's the he is their best player. Yeah, he's legit. Um the twins didn't really do much. I think one of them came in and got in foul trouble. Pretty I still quickly. think they're raw. Yeah. They're
2: very yeah. raw. Yeah.
1: Dante Scott's got some thickness on oh, yeah. him. Dude, I boy, thought he was a, he I a, thought he was going to be really a skinny. Big MFer. Dude, he that boy got, his ass is huge. That, I looked at his ass and I like his you know, upside. On cell action there. I yeah. like his upside. So he he actually <laughs> now he didn't play. A great game, but he was in there rebattling and battling. See, oh, and, that, and that's kinda
0: how I started this whole thing is this is the first time, in my opinion, that Turgeon has a highly touted team that's almost built of like yeoman like workers. They have got, a lot of length. Yes. Oh, yeah. They've got size, they've got they've got length, they've got um, the thing that worries me, and Jay just said it, they're not shooting well right now. Ayala can shoot. Cowan can shoot. Wiggins is a pure shooter. Yep. Sorrell Smith can shoot. Nah, I, didn't, can I didn't see shoot. him. I didn't see him yeah. get much so, game. At all. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm using the word "can" because that uh, insinuates potential. If they are not shooting, I mean, look, last year they had the inside track to the Sweet Sixteen. They played LSU. And they managed to shoot twenty-five percent in the first half. And they lose a And even though they the came end. back and had a chance to win that game, that was their ultimate undoing. I mean, so it really comes down to can you make baskets or can you? Yeah, at right. the
2: right time. And that's you know, Smith came in, you know, in, in the first game, only played maybe 10, 12 minutes. Um and but, you know, he was two for three, I think, from long range. And now they had a good first half shooting. Actually were five for ten from three. Then they went one for nine the rest of the game. So you know they got to figure that out a little bit. Um, but just the overall depth and you know front court, back court, it's it's, it's all there. If they can bring it together, wow. And Chole Marial,
1: he was standing at half court when I
2: got there. But nineteen feet tall, he is
1: enormous. But he looks like he weighs six pounds, and <laughs> he just looks like a guy who's chronically unhealthy. Yes. You know, because yeah. his body has maybe just not adapted to if how it was at, grown. somebody
0: put it up on uh, Twitter. If you look at an old picture of Manute Bull. oh yeah, remember he had like that, like almost like sunken yeah. structure. Mary all looks almost the same. You know, so, um, but, did his head hit the scoreboard? You know, I heard. I heard
1: maybe maybe February when he gets cleared medically.
0: Cheers. 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 Now, but I'm I'm excited for the Terps because um, I think this is the best arsenal that. Um, turge has we have said this is kind of his you know this is his litmus test for how good a coach he can be if they don't make it past the sweet 16 sayonara dude man. they got to make a deep run right
1: sayonara they, they got so much talent they do even if they don't <clears throat> shoot they still have enough talent to be in games and win games
0: so here's here's my uh, little bold stat here for or not stat but prediction on the turps so the big 10 is actually very deep this year there's a lot of really good teams in the big 10 Maryland may not be the top four in the Big Ten tournament. Well, fuck, they should be. Yeah, they should be. They but there's, should be. I, I think they should be. But there is a chance that they muddle through some games where Penn State's tough. Illinois's oh, tough. Michigan that, State's dude. obviously is, really good. Michigan Michigan's State good. is really good. Wisconsin's good. Ohio nobody State's good. Else Indiana's a, good.
1: Nobody else is, other than Michigan State, nobody's got more talent than Maryland. They should
0: not be. So I'm doing a little bit Nats. You know, like, you know, reverse psychology here. If the Terps play really good ball and compete well but end up falling short on a, on a few of these games, that might be the best thing in the long run. I could be completely off base.
1: Yeah, fuck that win, man.
0: <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if they go in with like a, a, a 22 and, and 11 record, I don't know how many fucking games they play, but let's just say 22 and 11, 22 and 12, we go, shit, they should have won 26 games. Well, yeah, but what if those four games are the first four games in the NCAA yeah. tournament? Oh, but you fuck know? that, yeah, man. They, this is a 25 win yeah. team. Yeah, I, t- I agree with t- you. T- I, the I, they, they should.
2: Though, if that happens, but we see some kind of progression, it, it shouldn't be the end of the world because they are young i mean cuz and is that's it, where i'm at i mean Cowan's a senior but you know Marcel's a junior yeah, everybody else but, but sticks is gone so i mean they oh yeah no this team is this team for, for one year We're not I mean, without question it's yep. still a one season deal but yeah no let's say you you know you're cuz how many how many conference games do they play now Is it 20
3: yeah yeah 20 it's
2: okay you know so let's i don't even know i don't know how the schedule fall you know breaks down but let's say you're only 5 and 5 after 10 conference games you know which would lead to more of that twenty-two and eleven record as opposed to a twenty-five and right? Because
1: they're going to win about five yeah. or six shit games. And exactly. They, you know, yeah. and
2: then you end up you know twelve and eight, fifth seed, whatever. That's okay, because then you showed progression. But that's the only way that that I think that makes for a successful season, because they should just be beating teams by twenty if they play well, eight if they don't, and that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen enough of Turgeon to know that this is it. Fuck that, man. You're Maryland. This is fucking this is not Maryland football. This is Maryland basketball. You should be a top fifteen team ev- your tongue. every fucking year. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on, man. I mean, and, no, you're and this right. is you're this right. is his he he can recruit. He can get kids to yes, Maryland. It's not that hard, by the way. Um, but can you fucking coach him to win? Harder than
0: fucking West Virginia.
1: Oh, absolutely it's harder than West Virginia. I mean, you gotta, you got to at least have one felony to go there. No, but I mean, you know, and, and if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't perform, then he's got to go. There's, it's, you, no more fucking excuses, man. No more.
0: I will give him this. He is a recruiting machine. Um, he keeps a clean program. From what we can tell, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. knock on wood. we know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's like,
1: that's like saying a dad pay. You know, I give him this. He pays child support. He's fucking supposed <laughs> uh, yeah, to yeah, do call, call. The the bar what? is low. Thinking about kids. That's what he's supposed <laughs> to do. The bar Chris is
0: Locke. low, but he is but he is meeting the expectations <laughs> of the low bar. I get it. Um, he pays his taxes. <laughs> um, no, that's but he he seems to be the the right kind of fit, and uh, I uh, hope. I hope, I hope, I hope, it's a little like what Trotz was able to do with the Caps when you were like, man, he's a good guy, he knows how to I know, win, but can you get him over the hump? I'm not the most reasonable person. <laughs> but it's got to be the right combination of shit that goes into that pot to make the right stew.
1: It you seems know? to me that Turgeon's been here for 35 fucking years. Feels
0: like it, right? Feels like it. I must say, if he ever leaves, I'm going to lament not being able to watch the Turgeonites at the game. <laughs> Those guys make me laugh every fucking time.
1: I... It just makes you appreciate Gary Williams. That guy always made it past the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Was there a more tough son of a bitch coach, like I, in all of sports? I mean, than Gary Williams, without seriously a lot of, think about sometimes
1: it, sometimes without talent. Oh yeah, he he's he knew, always getting to the Sweet Sixteen.
0: He knew he had shit talent, and he would just look across the way at you know Shashevsky or Roy Williams or uh, Skip Prosser, God rest his soul, um, you know, or any of those guys, and just be like. Yeah, you guys are more talented. Fucking Maryland. We're coming. But But Gary Gary would
1: not recruit Baltimore.
0: Nope. Nah, he loved that guy, though. God, that guy was the man. In-game coaching, I don't don't think... Modern day, I don't think anybody can
2: hold a kid to Gary. If
1: you could combine... The recruiting with Turgeon with Gary's on court coaching, they'd be they'd be fucking yeah. Kentucky times
2: Let's say UCLA in the back in the day would be what I'd be Speaking thinking. Speaking
0: of about. Kentucky, you're uh your your like adopted uh, step stepson Kentucky. Yeah, I
2: saw that and I was fucking like
0: in Calipari, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All I saw was a picture
1: with his head in his hands.
0: Like what the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing? How are we losing? But
1: it, to 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 be to be honest with you, that's a kind of law. I mean, you never want to. You'd rather get the coaching moment when you win by five instead of fifty. Of right? course. But that if that's not a kick in the ass of embarrassment, there's no motivator better more than embarrassment and fear.
0: No question. You know? so, no question.
1: But you know, this is always this is Kentucky man. They start off slow, yep. and then by the end, they'll probably be really fucking good. In yeah, a tough they probably
0: problem. will be. You know. But hey, you know what? Go Terps! I, I am feeling optimistic because I think the parts are there, even if the coaching staff doesn't, you know, doesn't a hundred percent give them exactly what they need in terms of you know game plans, in game coaching, or whatever. I just think they have enough pieces now that they can fill in.
1: They have moxie, grit, leadership. Yep. and talent. See, so that should be
0: completely agree. I, I was thinking about it watching that Rhode Island game because it was not pretty, right? And they win by eighteen. And they hold them to 55.
1: The second half was really pretty.
0: It, re- it really was. But I have a feeling this is the kind of team that can win a game 88 to 86, and they can win a game 51 to 49. I agree with you. And, that, and that, those are the mark of the old Gary teams that we just talked about. How many of those Juan Dixon teams, Byron Mouton, Steve Blake, they went on the road at Wake on a Wednesday night, and they had to grind out a 63-61 awful win. But they, they could and they would. And then they would go on the road and they would beat Duke ninety-eight ninety four. Or lose
1: was, to Duke ninety four to
0: ninety. Right. Exactly. You know, but they were able to morph into whatever type of game came at them. Um, and that gives me that gives me a lot of optimism. So, you know, cheers to Turgeon. We're behind you. I think you're a great dude. Really hope you just get the re- fucking win, just dude. win, bro. You I don't know, give get a the results. If you pay
1: your taxes, just win.
0: <laughs> All right. Speaking of just winning. Let's uh, let's end this week's segment here on uh, some college football talk. So, are we not going to talk about the Nats? Um, yeah, we All can right, talk let, about let, let, All Let's
1: talk about this really quickly.
0: All right, let's let, let's throw in some baseball. This right. is our off-season. Baseball Strasburg.
1: Talk. Linked with the Yankees, I think that's a terrible fit for him with his personality. He, I don't think yeah, he, he won't go there. I don't think he wants to. And that also, way.
2: delinked completely from his hometown Padres. They're yes. not going to go after him.
1: That I am optimistic, the way things are progressing, because Rizzo says he's going to talk to uh, um, Boris about Strasburg in the winter meeting. So fucking Boris. I think they got that yeah. Rendon.
2: Boris already starting the bullshit. Yeah. This, you know, let- oh, everybody's excited to talk. Yeah, well, probably not to you, you jackass. Right.
1: But the Dodgers—he's um, the king of the slow play, by the way. He's the king of yeah. something.
2: He fucked over a couple of his guys last year. That's for sure. The Dodgers are
1: are in Rendon, so that's disappointing.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, they'll throw the cash for sure.
1: Yeah, I you know I, I if I had to guess, it's looking good for Strasburg it's looking bad for Rendon. and I'd be surprised. And that was your prediction though. Yeah. You
0: you thought Strauss would stay and I you think thought so. Rendon would I, go. I, I, and I that, and that very well may be true. Can we talk about the
1: uh the Astros? Let's do it. So
0: they apparently Fucking cheaters. Yeah, they have
1: apparently been
0: um <laughs> That was Jeremy's gavel by the yeah. way.
1: <laughs> no, that was no, my that was, hitting the bat. That was that Yeah, that was the hitting the trash can. You guys hearing into that audio? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. Um so apparently they they were they had a in the past couple years have had a Camera at home.
2: These are home games, yeah. right?
1: Camera in the outfield. Um, Not you know, the
2: same as angels in the outfield. Go ahead, sorry.
1: Pitching uh, or call stealing the signs, right. And, and a, right? and what they would do is they would have some member of the organization back in the tunnel, and when it was a breaking ball or curve ball or some sort of non fastball, they would have a they would bang a thing, so you could hear the audio and some of the stuff where the batter's up there, uh, the catcher makes a sign and you hear. And then he doesn't swing. Right. And then when you don't hear it, it's a fastball. And, you know, any major league hitter can hit a fucking fastball. Right. So. Um, tell, me Joe can't hit a you tell me Joe Boo can't hit a curveball. Tell me Joe Boo can't Tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. Um, so. That's abhorrent. I mean, I'm all about stealing signs. If 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 <laughs> I was, well, stealing that, signs
2: is legit
0: cheating. Yeah. So look. when I heard this story, all I thought is in Jerry's voice: "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." <laughs> yeah. No, I have no
1: problem with with stealing signs. I have no problem on football if if you you know if an offensive tackle is leaning forward, you know it's a run play, or he's sitting back on his hunches, his pass play. Telling everybody about it. If right. I'm on first base and I and I know the signs, I'm going to the dugout. And I'm saying this is what's happening, and I'm doing all that. Where I have a problem with is is using technology to do yes, it. Yeah. That, that's
2: where this is going to get tricky because a lot of people say ah oh, this be a slap on the wrist and it probably will be but it was a couple of years ago Boston so. Yankees they're doing their stuff with their Apple watches and their iPads and Manfred said hey that's it you know, no technology to you know well to, that is interesting so up. I did and, I did actually do a little through? research
0: on this and the iPads that they have in the dugout are not actually linked to any real time feeds. Everything is no, there is, has to be an eight second delay. Uh, that's back in the, in the uh, back, yeah. yeah. That's back in the back. The right. actual iPads that they have on the benches are not linked to any live feeds at all, so they're major league baseball issued, right? And they kind are like the lit- surface and all that stuff, correct? For so there are literally four things that have happened in the past. So you can see your at bat from the third inning in the sixth
2: inning, or your scouting reports, or whatever. Bingo, it might
0: be. or you can go, Hey, um, Steven Strasberg pitched in May against. The Mets and it was raining, and he threw a bunch of curveballs because he couldn't get a grip on his fastball. You can look at all that shit. What you can't do is look at Zimmerman in the sixth inning while you're in the sixth yeah. inning. So you still have storage, no, no Wi-Fi or something. It, like that. Bingo, bingo. So, <clears throat> with that being said, you know we we can now vet exactly what technology is in a ballpark, and if there's evidence to show it. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a huge yeah. deal,
2: and apparently, go
1: ahead, Jerry. I think they are going to drop a hammer on them, and Probably, that means. Okay, so, so what, what does that exactly. mean? Exactly. What do they do? They're not going to vacate the championship, but I think what they're going to do is the the fine for St. Louis two years ago for stealing some sort of data. Like okay. I, don't, I don't know if you remember, there was some yes, employee, yes, right. He I was he's that. banned for life, and they were they lost a couple draft picks, and they were fined two million dollars. I think this will be double. I think it'll be at least a five million dollar fine, and they may lose draft picks, crippling amount of draft picks. Does a
2: GM or a manager lose his job?
1: Depends on well, I guess who specifically was involved. I mean, think about this though. About we're entering Game Six of the World Series. I heard somebody say on ESPN that AJ Hinch was the best manager of all time, and he was amazing and all blah blah blah
0: nice hyperbole asshole
1: since that time he's lost the world series with bad decisions and now he's implicated in maybe one of the biggest scandals of all time i mean his star has <laughs> fucking dropped you know um I, I i think i think they're going i think they're going to get at least five million and i think it's going to be a crippling amount of uh,
0: draft pick. draft
2: picks to me that's the only way you really make a statement even if you did vacate it what what does that mean i mean come on no no no, no that's, I mean, they're not that's going pointless to
0: they're, to they're not that. going to retroactively take away anything what they do to punish them in the future how punitive those punishments are will really determine how serious you know the evidence of these allegations is
1: and i don't know enough about baseball draft um but but maybe it's really long yeah <laughs> but but maybe i we and used i don't to know, have unlimited <laughs> rounds i don't know what would be punitive but maybe it's Cutting their salary cap, or maybe there, some,
2: you know, somebody else mentioned that, and the only prize there really is. I mean, you get your luxury tax, but there is right. no cap, it's that way. No like, you know, it's like There's they no screwed cap. the skins a few years ago. You know, right. you know when I'll they just, cut I'll just by say that
1: the, the most egregious thing they can do is probably what they'll do. I think it'll be the biggest punishment in baseball history, huh? That's other than the other, other other than the black yeah, black socks,
2: socks, yeah, you can't go that bold out, but,
0: strategy cotton. Yeah. See how it works. <laughs> yeah, I I I, you know, I say work. <laughs> Usually, you don't know, pay
2: extra for that. <laughs> you know, like no first round picks for five years, three years, three or something, years, something like something know, like that, or maybe yeah. no first and second. I don't know. That's how they built that team. I mean, they, that that team is all high draft picks. You know, it is. It is. Know. They've
1: had a bad fucking month. Yeah, yeah. Losing no, to the Mets, man. Getting out Fox by Davy Martinez. Don't I don't want to bring it up, Jeremy, and Jerry, and Davy Martinez out foxing them, and then well, to have this
2: Kaepernick's contributions, obviously, so. and, uh, and then to have this scandal. Uh, I mean, fuck.
0: Yeah, it's rough. AJ hey, Hinch, you know what? you're the best ever. But here we are in November, as it's cold as shit, and we're talking about baseball. You know, maybe they did this on purpose. To get people talking about their game, Jerry. Do well, you ever think of that? Don't, don't to try, some, Todd. You're need, not going yeah, <laughs> to. You need
2: to have something to get you through to your next game seven conspiracy, and this is where we. This is where we are.
0: <laughs> now, I'm, I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad it sounds like uh, these allegations are founded, yeah. and that they're going yeah. to do their and due there diligence. Are already, there, and there are people out, it out
2: there coming up with. I mean, this is not one game. There there's no, no they, hundreds they, they, of games now that they're coming up with. Tim Kirchner
0: yeah. said.
1: Um, he cringes when he thinks about where this is going to lead in the mm. investigation. Because the more they find, mm. more they
0: investigate, the more they're going to see. Find and that's out. a legit source right there. If he's if he's you know cringeworthy on this, yeah. I, I I I met him one know. time
1: at the blockbuster in the Catlins. So I was like, no shit, Kim Tim Kirchen. He's like looked at me like I was some pedophile. What's what's <laughs> blockbuster? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, so we'll, let, let's wrap up the week here with um, a little bit of college football. Talk. Alabama
1: wins national championship.
0: So. First off. They're not going to be in the playoff. I'm calling it right now. How great was that game? Two, oh, two is not so good, by the way. So often, LSU, Alabama, number one versus number two, whatever it is. It can be. It's up
2: 41-17. It,
0: it can be a complete dud. And I think it was. I, I was watching ESPN the other day. and David Pollock made a great point. He said, college football is so cyclical. We get these ideas of conferences in our head. And we go, the Big 12, all they do is score. SEC, all they do is play boring defense and and whatever else. And he said a few years back, it was Alabama-LSU, and it was number two versus number three, and the game was nine to six. And we went, oh, these tough SEC teams going at it with all these defensive guys. He goes, here you had an SEC shootout for the ages that was awesome, and you had Baylor and TCU, I believe it was, and it was nine, nine. It was like nine, nine. Going into overtime. And he's like, so bottom line is teams in college football figure out their personnel. It's cyclical. They figure out how to play. And right now, the SEC has some explosive, high-flying teams. And it's fucking fun to watch because I still think it's not debatable. Talent-wise, the SEC is still just a level above everyone else. Huh. not even close. I mean, my,
1: my prediction is...
2: Except for Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad,
1: bad times of Morgantown. Um My prediction is LSU, um, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama gets
0: the four seed, and they win the national championship. What if... Is there any path for Notre Dame to get the fourth No. Season?
1: God, please, no. Don't I, even mention no, no. that shit. No, no. With all of my they heart, I say,
0: f- fucking terrible. no. But is there a path?
2: Probably. I think they're they have two losses. And they'll lose by 50, and it'll be awesome. They have two losses. Do they have two losses? Yeah, they have two losses.
0: Oh, all right. Well, fuck them. They're
2: out of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think they have a shot. Okay. Because no, they got blown out by Michigan. They got I, blown I was trying to I, I, I was I trying
0: I think, think of... yeah. A team that I hate or loathe or that I think isn't worthy. I'm just tired
1: of Notre Dame sneaking in as a four seed and not even competing. No, it's awful. It's awful. But I think you know. I think I don't. I. it's going to be either Georgia or Alabama. I think so because too. Because I don't I mean, I don't think Baylor's going to beat Oklahoma. Nope. So in Oklahoma's
2: yeah. and not twice. They're going to play twice probably. Right? Yeah, play,
1: yeah, but but Oklahoma as a one-loss team is not better than Alabama as a one-loss team or Georgia. Agreed. Right? So that's done. I don't think the pac 10's going to squeak in. I I get that Oregon's I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see somebody out west finally. I it, think that'd be kind of cool. It, it would be cool, Someone but different.
0: Jeremy and I had this discussion. Oregon, Utah, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they're, they're not even on the same planet as the teams right. we just discussed. Although
1: I always say that, then they come in and they compete for a while. But I don't, I, I don't think they're. I think they're gonna. That conference is gonna have one loss, and that's not gonna be good enough.
0: So you know, the team that like woke me up like nightmare style that could get in is Penn State. Still, they're gonna get smoked by Ohio State. I hope so too. But let's just say I'm, for the I'm
1: sake pre- of argument... I'm presuming that Ohio State is better than everybody in the Big Ten by at least two touchdowns.
0: I I, I think so as
2: well. well. I mean, you, but you've you, you got to take into account that you know, Chase Young getting suspended for Maryland and Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> who <laughs> gives that? a fuck? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a take jam. a free vacation. What, what a fucking sham. Uh,
0: you got to sit out two laughers, and then he's back for... Uh, uh, Penn State. Uh, Ohio or yeah, yeah, Penn State and Michigan. Yeah. 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 Oh, let, what a joke. So
1: let me tell you this. When... It was always tanking for Tua, and you wanted that number one pick. Now you don't need the number one pick because you got Tua and Burrow,
0: and a team is going to trade up to get one of those. God, how great is Burrow?
1: So fuck yeah. it. It's either Tua or
2: Burrow. Yeah. I, mean, I right? actually
0: didn't think Burrow was that great a couple weeks ago. He was yeah. fucking brilliant this past Saturday. I hope
2: I'm wrong because I like the kid. I don't think Tua is anything in the NFL. So I, you know, if I'm, I just I want him nowhere near the Skins. No, no, but you, the trade bait. <laughs> trade. Someone's going to trade
1: up. Yeah. Someone's going to trade up and yeah. get him.
0: Yep. Yeah, true, true.
2: Yep. And you still got From and Herbert and you know.
1: I mean, yeah. If Herbert, you
0: might. So wherever. See From and 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 Burrow right now are like
2: they're kind know, of the yeah
1: they're. Yeah. I would love for two. the for the skins to be able to trade down enough and still get Jerry Judy or some of those some of huh? the, a high yeah, and, yeah. and pick up a, a boatload of picks. Yep. That would somebody be somebody super impactful. Somebody, yeah, yeah somebody yeah, yeah. who's going to trade two, two, two number ones and two number twos to get up, to move up and, and get one of those quarterbacks. And now you're sitting there like, holy shit, now we're good. Just, a, like yeah.
2: just like that, just
0: like
2: that. Because you you got Judy out there. You got there's a tackle, but it's it's. And then they'll draft right some guard with their first yeah. pick. <laughs> her, her <laughs> sheriff's brother.
3: Yeah,
1: some douche <laughs> who's who, who they this guy's going to be the next guy. He's a fucking center.
2: I'm hoping they get Chase Young. He's already used to getting paid, so he'll be he'll be good here.
1: Yeah, good call, good call. Well, you know they want local kids.
3: Yeah, yeah. The kid's a monster.
1: Yeah, go, Dude, he's so go good. He, oh, he's a oh, fucking shit, monster, he's good, man. You put him in sweat.
2: Yes,
0: <sighs> I mean, I mean yes. that's that. That's how you build a team yeah. with Greg Minuski at D coordinator. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, guy knows less about defense well, than I do.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would I would vote for Jerry over Minuski any day as that coach. Yeah, cheers uh, yeah, to that. He'd be like, hey, what's cover two? <laughs> at least he can coach the interior line. Yeah,
0: you guys
1: want to line up in
2: twos or threes?
0: <laughs> now, so. <clears throat> the, the the college football um, stretch run here is going to be pretty fun to watch. So real quick before we, we sign off for the week, the, the college football championship went from two to four, and that format has proven to be lucrative and much more, um, it, it allows more teams to be in play towards the end of the year, right? It allows one-loss teams, to still be relevant and possibly get into the top four and make some noise, at what point do we go from four to eight? I uh,
1: I don't think you need to
0: I, see, and that's where I'm at too. I said it more as a rhetorical question, but <clears throat> so we're hit, sitting here with top four having you know a chance at the national title, and whoever's five or six is going to you know cry and well, well we should have been in there. Well, if you go to eight, then nine and ten are going to the, do nine do the and same ten fucking are cry. thing. Absolutely, so, yeah. <clears throat> I I. Pr- the college football selection committee and everything else gets a lot of flack for how they rate the top four, how they put them in. It really means nothing right now because the next four weeks are going to determine who really the top four teams are. Absolutely. Because the big dogs get to play the big dogs and then you have your conference championship games and whoever's on top with one loss or no losses will be in the top four. I mean,
1: other than Clemson, who plays in the worst conference. I mean, they might as well play a Division Three conference. Um, <laughs> Would and, they have
0: a, a tougher time against JMU than they will against Wake? In yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: the ACC is just yes. pitiful.
0: I it's, mean, it's, it's really it's bad. It's pitiful. I don't, there's not
1: one team in there that's worth a shit except for Clemson.
0: That's it. Wait, wasn't Syracuse ranked not long ago? Yeah, remember
1: that?
2: Remember that? <laughs> that seems like a fucking three seasons ago.
0: Like a lifetime ago.
2: Well, wasn't that Clemson's last conference loss, Syracuse, a couple yeah. years
0: ago? Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, but I'm I'm excited to see how the college football um, picture kind of takes shape here because even the teams that aren't in the top four, there's gonna be some really good bowl games. Oh Because I yeah. think last year yeah. there were complete shit bowl games.
1: Nobody's playing in the bowls anymore, man. I know, man. These kids thought they're, that they're no, the to kids are gone. It's... If
0: they know they're going to the NFL Combine, they're like, peace. Why would I tear my ACL for the for the Peach Bowl? Correct. Or the Cotton Bowl when it's going to be 40 degrees and icy. Yeah. Okay. You know? I mean, I,
2: I'd i play for them the Pool and Weed Eater Independence Bowl. I, I would play. I would. <laughs> the
0: Pool and Weed Independence weed Bowl. Eater. Weed Eater Independence weed Bowl. Weed Eater Independence Bowl. That's in Shreveport, right? Yeah.
2: A Maryland, Louisiana Tech about 30 years ago. <laughs>
0: uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to how the football is going to play out over the next few weeks. Uh, the Caps are rolling, and they've got a ton of games, and it's going to be exciting. The holidays are upon us, and I, I really think we should do a uh, like an eggnog podcast where we just are get... Are we going
1: to do a podcast on the
0: cruise?
2: I think we should try.
0: I, I, I mean, it's worth talking about, right? Hey, if you're listening out there, Drop us a line. Let Drop us a know. line. Tell us if That's you right. want to do it. We're going on a pretty epic vacation in a couple weeks. And, uh, you know, if we're on the cruise ship and we're we're chilling in the Bahamas and you'd like to hear our drunken, you know, yeah. <laughs> Mitch, stance you on You think something. we're bad <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Mitch, or, Mitch or Michelle may have even suggested doing it on Coco Cay.
0: That
1: would be fantastic. Is that like a sexual position? I have no uh, idea. That, would be, that would be the yeah. island. As far as you know. That would be the island
0: in the middle of the uh, Caribbean. Um, but, you know. I, I, I'm sure the audio is going to be even worse than it is yeah, now, but, Right. you know uh, who cares uh, now. So, hey, thank you guys for uh, you know hanging with us for this week, and a lot of shit to talk about again next week. I, uh, you know, can't wait for next week. Yep. You know, um, come on, Tommy, knock Marshand out, dude. Let's go, boys. Uh, so, until next week, this is Todd and Jeremy and Jerry saying thank you for listening. Another DMV Wings, Beers, and Tears podcast is upon us in no time. Join us next week and peace.
1: Peace, see ya.